Ayup me duck, which is the traditional Derby greeting to whoever we meet, whenever we meet them. And no, I don't actually know what Ayup me duck means, but who cares? Because what matters is that you're here and I'm here for the Art of Brilliance podcast series five, which is just a little bit different. So in this series, there are no guests. It's just you and I making a weekly commitment to 10 minutes or less. That's 10 minutes maximum per week every week for 52 weeks that you and I are committing to a personal relationship based on happiness and well-being. So time is short, let's crack on. Now then, I was... um, We've just launched what we call our Wellbeing Award. I'm super excited about it because what it essentially does is instead of waiting, what, what psychology always does is wait for people to be really ill and then try and fix them, okay, which which again, I was going to say it again, I've said it lots of times, it's a great thing to do, I'm not saying we shouldn't do that, but prevent preventative psychology, surely, what if we could equip people with the knowledge and the skills and the insights that they they could take look after their own mental health and well-being so they basically wouldn't become ill in the first place, that has to be a better place to position um, uh, your life, basically. Now, and we've got these wellbeing awards, which is a certificated program. We deliver them in schools, we deliver them in unis and colleges, and we deliver them in businesses. And they t- they're taken off big time because it, it kind of gives people the, re- the the knowledge, the resilience. And the, anyway, whatever. I feel like I'm trying to sell you something, which of course I'm not. My point was that I was delivering our first ever wellbeing award in um, to a group of schools in Birmingham, in the UK. And my, my opener, and these were year nine, so what are they, 14 years old? My opener was to put five things on the PowerPoint. And I asked, so we've got groups of 200 kids, and I asked them to think about and have a discussion with the people around them about their priority order. So my things were, right, write them down and have a think about it. My things were happiness, health, relationships, success, and money. Okay, just let those sink in. So happiness, health, relationships, success, and money. Now, I asked a bunch of 14-year-olds to prioritize those and, and reason why. Happiness, health, relationships, success, and money. Now, of course, I don't know the answer any, any better than, than a, a, a 14-year-old will know the answer. But they got right into it. They really enjoyed doing that. There was some really healthy debate. We, we could have just spent two hours just discussing that. Um, Happiness, health, relationships, success, money. And of course, I got different combinations. Some people put, some of the kids put money at the top, some put health. There was no definitive set point. Of course, of course what, I, what it enabled me to do was give my version of it. And I said then, and I'm not sure I was completely correct, but I, I put happiness. The reason, obviously, that activity gave me an opportunity to suggest that happiness is the most important in that list. Because, as a happiness researcher, what I can prove to you is that happiness is the starting point for all the other things. So happy people tend to be a lot healthier. Happy people tend to create strong relationships. Happy people tend to achieve more success. Happy people tend to earn more money. So my my point to these 14-year-olds was that if you can get happiness sorted, if you can be a happy person, then the other things will flow from that. Now, that was so. That's my way into my subject. That's my take on it. I'm not saying I'm right. 
because some some of these kids were like hell bent on the fact money was the most important thing and I get that if I was 14 I might think that also but what I didn't put on the list and what I've been thinking about subsequently and the missing thing on that list is love now I don't know I might add that happiness so now you've got happiness health relationships success money and love and here's where even a happiness researcher I think I might put love at the top of that hierarchy in the to in importance because I think if you are in love and you are genuinely loved in that loving relationship then almost money doesn't matter and success doesn't matter and nothing else seems to matter if you can find love so that's that's a big deal but anyway that's just a, a kind of I'm just throwing that one out there question then because you hear it a lot is well can money buy happiness can money buy happiness and I think the I suspect that all the people who think money can't buy happiness are, are already rich <laughs> if you ask somebody on the breadline whether money can buy happiness the answer is absolutely it can in fact the research bears that out so on low incomes, um, if you are on minimum wage, and I double the minimum wage, then that extra income will actually make you happier. Because what it will also, also I think that money can buy, it can't necessarily purchase happiness, but it can certainly buy comfort and safety and choice. And plus money, to be fair, can buy you a couple of plane tickets to somewhere with palm trees. I'm just saying. So, I don't know. I'm on the fence. Can money buy happiness? I think money can certainly buy security and a peace of mind. But here's the thing. If you want to... There's lots, again, lots of research. I'm not going to kind of quote the, the statistics and the, and the names of the researchers. But there's some research that shows that you will get more happiness out of your happiness pound or your happiness euro or your happiness dollar if you spend it on experiences rather than products all right so therefore spending money on a holiday or spending money on a on a night out will get you more happiness squeeze more happiness from your happiness pound rather than spending it on a product right and and further than that you will get lots of little experiences so if you splurge on lots of little experiences rather than one big experience so lots of l small nights out will get you more happiness than a big sort of massive set piece experience okay and the other thing if you if you do want to spend money to buy happiness uh, and you do want to buy a product rather than experience then again maybe buy yourself a product that allows you to have an experience so that will be um, I don't know buy yourself a mountain bike or a backpack or um, some walking boots so something that allows you to go out in nature and something that allows you to have an experience and of course the third thing about money and happiness if you want to spend money and to increase your happiness then spending money on other people will also reap uh, massive rewards so there's just some thoughts there about your hierarchy of what's important to you happiness health relationships success money love put those in priority order and let me know 
can money buy happiness? I suspect yes, it can. Certainly at lower levels, at high income levels, it doesn't make any difference, right? If you're earning, it doesn't make any difference. You're earning ten million pounds or fifty million pounds. That extra x number of million pounds isn't going to make a huge difference to your levels of happiness. But at lower incomes, it will. I think money can certainly buy you safety and security and choice. I'm definitely spending money on experiences rather than products and treating other people, that altruism, giving to good causes, spending money on experiences with people that you love. <laughs> That's where the magic source is. Give it some thought, folks. Until next time, happy spending. Thanks for listening to the Art of Brilliance podcast. If you've enjoyed it, please subscribe and tell the world. A nice review would make our day. That's the very best way of getting like-minded people to tune into our very simple messages about happiness and human flourishing. If you've hated it, please keep quiet. <laughs> Remember the world has enough negativity already. So be a lover, not a hater. Feel free to check out our training and the little shop of happiness at artofbrilliance.co.uk. 